Hello and welcome in to this episode of Dare Ausblick. Yes, we have decided that we are going to spin Dare Ausblick off into its own separate show. This is not a one-off thing now. And before we really get into this episode, let me explain why we've decided to do that. Uh, I was sitting in class and I had an epiphany that it would make a lot more sense for me the editor of all of these podcasts and for the listener that would be you guys to get two separate podcasts where we would cover after 90 minutes ask bpw before we go and the newsroom in one 30 minute segment called the bavarian podcast works show and then instead we would spin off dare ausblick to be a short 10 minute format that we would release the day before the games. So, with that in mind, we are going to go ahead and take a look at Bayern Munich's upcoming game this weekend against RB Leipzig, the team at the top of the table, and I can't think of a better person to bring in than our very own conductor of the Timo train. He's back, ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Smith. Chuck, how are you today? Jake, I'm doing great. I feel like we should be bumping like back in the saddle right now or something behind me because it's been so long since I've been on the podcast. I'm, I'm excited to be back and especially excited to be talking about RB Leipzig and Bayern Munich right now. I'm really psyched for this game. The dynamic duo is back at it once again, ladies and gentlemen, and here we are coming to talk about RB Leipzig, the team that currently sits at the top of the table on three wins, no draws, no losses, a goal difference of plus seven and nine points. Bayern Munich, meanwhile, sit on a goal difference of plus eight, a two, one, and zero record, and seven points. So, Bayern Munich wins this game, it is very likely that they could go ahead and take top of the table, and these two teams could effectively switch places, depending on how badly, if Bayern won, the beatdown was on Leipzig, as long as it wasn't a massive goal difference to let Wolfsburg go ahead and jump up. So, looking at Bayern Munich, first of all, their last couple of games have been a 2-2 draw against Hertha, a 3-0 win against Schalke, and a 6-1 win against Mainz. So, Chuck, it's been a while, as you mentioned, since we've had you on the pod, so I guess this would be a pretty good first question. What has been your impression of Bayern Munich so far over these last couple of games? I'm surprisingly optimistic after watching the last couple of games. I mean, sure, you could pick apart a lot of things uh, within Bayern Munich's game that really have not worked out well. But at the same time, I like the way that the wings are playing. I really like how Robert Lewandowski is really just bossing the middle. And the defensive you know, duo on the back line of Nicolas Sula and Luca Hernandez, I- I've been really impressed with them as well. So, I mean, I know there's a lot of things that can, that can go into your opinion at this stage because it's so early. But I'm pleasantly surprised. I like the depth acquisitions that Bayern has made. And the thing that's really kind of captured my attention is really just this ongoing debate of what's going to happen in the middle of that formation. Are we going to see Philippe Coutinho? Or are we going to see Thomas Muller? 
I, that's what I really want to see when we get the lineup for this game, because I think it's going to tell us a lot about the rest of the season. I think a lot of the positions in the Bayern lineup have been cemented. I think Lewandowski, obviously, at striker. You've got your wing duo of Kingsley Coman and Serge Gnabry. And the outside backs of Joshua Kimmich and David Alaba. But, you know, that spot in the middle, I'm really just kind of concerned about what Bayern's going to do. Because I, I for one, really have liked the way Muller has played. But it seems like, for whatever reason, Coutinho has come in and just usurped that position. And, and for me, I don't know what that means for Moeller long term. Otherwise, I, the other spots in the midfield, I think, you know, obviously, Thiago is going to man one of them. And the unfortunate injury to Leon Goretzka will take him out of the mix. So Niko Kovac has some very interesting uh, choices to make leading into this one. Now switching over to the other side of the pitch, RB Leipzig are the only undefeated team in the Bundesliga after a 3-2 win in the Pokal over VFL Osnabrück. They were able to go ahead and make easy work of Union Berlin, beating them for nothing. They beat Eintracht Frankfurt 2-1, and they recently... At a game attended by our very own Marcus Iredal, they beat Borussia Mönchengladbach 3-1. to So, obviously, I know you're going to talk for 900 minutes about Timo Werner. But, other than that, tell me what you think about the other performances from this incredibly talented Leipzig squad. Sure, yeah. You know I would hit Timo right away. So, I appreciate you uh, diverting me over to the rest of the squad. You're welcome. So, I mean, when I think about... RB Leipzig, I think about their formation and what I think will be a back three from Julian Nagelsmann in this game. Uh, an interesting part of what RB Leipzig has been doing is they've been playing so well without two players who have been battling injuries and were expected to be regulars in Jayut Upamecano and Tyler Adams. Uh, Tyler Adams, obviously from the United States, is a defensive midfielder. And Upamecano is one of the center backs on the squad. Right now, it's been Willy Orban, Ibrahima Konate, and Nordi Mukili, I probably just butchered that name, who have been the backline trio for Nagelsmann. Uh, aside of what has been a very strong effort from those backliners, uh, the outside back wing back duo of Marcel Halstenberg and Lucas Klosterman are exciting to watch. They are a lot of fun. They bomb up the field. They take some chances. But I think that's probably an area that Byron's going to look to exploit because Klosterman and Hostenberg, while they can contribute offensively, often leave holes behind them uh, defensively. You're obviously going to see Timo Werner and Yusuf Polson up at the top of that formation. And they'll probably be joined by Emil Forsberg as part of a, I guess, what would be a 3-4-1-2 formation. Uh, but where you're going to see some, some movement could be in those central midfield spots where I think Nagelsmann will probably look at Marcel Sabitzer, uh, Kevin Koppel, uh, Diego Demi, and Conrad Limer. I think those are the primary players he's going to have to choose from to pick out from, uh, from his roster for the lineup. But it doesn't really seem to matter who he's used because they've been so effective this season. Uh, they do play an exciting style, and I'm very interested to see how they match up with Bayern in this game. I mean, in the past, 
you could always lean on Byron's experience and veteran leadership within the squad to kind of just overcome Leipzig in these situations. But this Leipzig team, they, they seem a little bit different. And given how Nagelsmann has had some sort of sorcery over Bayern Munich over the years, I think that this one could really be interesting. So the last three fixtures between these two teams were a 1-0 win for Bayern Munich in the Hindrunde, thanks to a very, very late Frank Ribéry goal, rest in peace, a 0-0 draw in the Rookrunde to give Bayern Munich a little bit of a scare towards the end of the season going into the final weekend, but... Of course, as we may all remember, the very last fixture, the most recent one, was in Berlin when Bayern Munich beat RB Leipzig 3 nothing to secure the Deutscher Pokal as well as the domestic double. So there were a lot of glaring errors in that game, most notably from the Leipzig defense. But in the other two games, it was a very even-keeled, competitive match both sides controlling a lot of possession, both sides having a lot of good chances. Which one do you think we're going to see this weekend? I think we're going to see RB Leipzig bomb forward and take chances. That's going to leave their defense exposed, but I think it's how they know their their only chance, really. I think they know it's their only chance to really win the game. I think one of the things that we're also going to see them do is try and physically beat up Robert Lewandowski. The, the good thing for Julian Nagelsmann about his center back trio is that they are all big and they are all strong and they all have no problem using their physicality against their opponents. And I can assure you they will be targeting Lewandowski because if they can take him off his game, it's going to put a lot of pressure on the wings and the center of that formation to really produce and create some offense. So. I do think that Nagelsmann is going to draw back on his Hoffenheim experience and realize that he's going to need to play a physical style, but also take chances offensively. So I guess with that, Chuck, how do you think this game is going to pan out? I can easily see a draw in this scenario. I think that's actually what I'm going to go with. I think I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw, a goal from Lewandowski, probably off of a penalty, mentioning those physical defenders in the middle of the box. I think it's highly likely they might get a little bit too physical. Robert Lewandowski will probably easily be able to put a penalty past Peter Galashi, but I think if the there's going to be one goal scorer from RB Leipzig, that would absolutely destroy your heart. It is going to be Timo Werner. He will possibly put one past Manuel Neuer. I think 1-1 draw is on the cards for this one. What do you think? I'm going to go with a 3-2 win for Bayern. And and the reason I say that is because I, I do expect there to be some moments of really great defensive play. But I also think that both teams are going to realize they're going to need to ramp up their offensive pressure to make this a fun game, to make it a competitive game. And I think both teams have the skill to do that. I mean, why waste your skill players with speed and technical ability? Why waste them in trying to draw this out into into a slugfest and just to a fight? Like, like it really could happen, like you said, Jake. Uh, So I really think that we're going to see some goals in this one. I think Timo Werner is going to have a tough challenge against Nicolas Sula and Luca Hernandez because they have the speed. I mean, they're obviously not as fast as him, but they have the speed to keep up with him and slow him down a bit. So he's not going to quite have 
in as easy a time as he's had so far in the Bundesliga. But he's just one of the RB Leipzig weapons. So I'm looking forward to a fun game. In fact, I'm going to be really disappointed if this ends up 0-0 or 1-0 and it just becomes a hack fest. I want to see some good offensive flowing football here. And I think these are just the two teams to give us that. For longtime listeners and longtime readers, you may be shocked by that prediction. Chuck, that's very bold of you giving Leipzig an extra goal and straying from your almost <laughs> typical 3-1 prediction. Uh, but I guess it kind of makes sense because I imagine in your mind, both of those goals are going to be coming from Timo Werner. Absolutely. A brace from Timo for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, like I did mention at the beginning of this podcast, we will be spinning off Dare Ausblick into its very own show. We will be releasing them before every game, every weekend, which allows us to put out more content and it will push back uh, Bavarian Podcast Works a little earlier into the week. So next week you can be able to keep an eye out for that. But in the meantime, thank you very much for listening. Please be sure to stay connected with us via Twitter at Bavarian FB Works. You can find me at Jefferson Fenner. Uh, you can find Chuck at The Barrel Blog. And you can be sure to stay in touch with all of the great German and Bayern soccer content at Bavarian Football works.com so like always thank you very much for listening be sure to like us rate us download subscribe and like us on apple podcast spotify google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your quality audio content and we will see you after the game have a good one